Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Greenbar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldschmidt swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Greenbar, your distributor for electrical and datacom needs. Billiken win! Billiken win! Now, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Stuart, thanks very much, and what a night. If you love St. Louis, you loved last night, and you are in the right place because this is Graybar Sports on a Sunday morning. I am Tom Ackerman, and this is City. St. Louis City SC for the first time ever right here at its new home in downtown St. Louis. Now, Y98 presents 90 in 60, a look back at St. Louis City's first ever home opener against Charlotte FC. Bobby Sisniak, a diving save. Charlotte trying to go to the ice cream and custard stand here and they will. 1-0 Charlotte, City's going to have to battle back once again. Two with the left foot looking for class. Tip by Charlotte it's in! City goal! Moving, ready, and he got it! Top shell! What a moment! It's stolen away by Klaus! And Klaus scores! City lead 3-1! And there it is! It is a 3-1 St. Louis City SC winner. This has been 90 and 60. City SC travels to Portland to take on the Timbers this coming Saturday. Pre-game at 9, kick at 9.30 on Y98 St. Louis. Yes, indeed. What a night it was. Incredible night in St. Louis and beyond with people watching around the world and listening on Y98. You want some more highlights from Joey Zanaboni and Dale Schilly? Of course you do. Here we go early. Pitch and catch here for Bronico on the right side. Dropping back through Tui Loma. Long run, Nico Giacchini, who set up the game winner, and Austin takes it away from the goalie, Sisniega. What a play. Giacchini to close, and he puts too much helium in it. Whips it over the bar, a high shot, but what a hustle effort. The fans love it here at City Park. Yeah, get used to Klaus scoring at will. That time put a little too much on it, and then this. Dumping it to the far corner, St. Louis trying to get something on. And it looks like it'll be a quick throw from the flag. Centralization wasn't there. This one is. Ostrock at the top of the box. Left foot. Sisniega gets a fingernail to it and sets it out of bounds. That in the 14th minute later. Parker, among others, toward the top of the box. Leuven fires it into the wall. Second chance. Finally, Sisniega diving save. Sends it to the left side channel just outside the box where it's knocked out Lubin. by Tim Park. Here's a trivia question. Who's the first person to score at City Park in St. Louis? Charlotte 
Trying to go to the ice cream and custard stand here and they will. Enzo Capetti, the new dad with a gorgeous header on a feed from Camille Uzviak. 1-0 Charlotte. City's going to have to battle back once again. Charlotte FC with the first goal ever. Enzo Capetti gets the goal and that's history as the first goal is scored in an MLS game at City Park and it's 1-0 Charlotte. You heard the air go out of the crowd there. That was at the 25th minute. Here's the opposite of air going out. This is a rowdy crowd after this mistake by Charlotte. Thought about tossing it in. He will leave it for Nowitzki. Actually, Jaukini just leaves it at the feet of Jake Nowitzki. Two with the left foot looking for Klaus. Tipped by Charlotte. Oh. It's in! City goal! Jake Nerwinski. Hello, Destiny! Joey Zanaboni and Dale Shilley with the call. It's 1-1. The first half is just about over. Five minutes of extra time, but hang on. There's a PK. An opportunity to go up at the break. Sisniega, ready. Luvin, ready. And he got it! <laughs> Moments. He put some heat on it. Upper left corner of the goal. I mean, that snuck that in there. That was close, but he got it. And it's 2-1 St. Louis at the half. Klaus. Blown to Ostrock from the left sideline. Dancing toward the Charlotte box. Ostrock inside. Klaus left foot fires. It's Sisniega. Gets gloves to it. I told you, he's always around there. The striker, get used to him being just so big. He's hard to move and so agile and athletic and has a great shot. And it's all on display in this moment in the 71st minute. Sent back. And Sisniega will calm him down. Get it at its feet. It's stolen away by Klaus! And Klaus scores! City lead 3-1! Klaus, who can absolutely blast it when he wants to, just gently lifts it over the goaltender in that beautiful goal. It's a 3-1 St. Louis City lead. This team, however, revolves around its captain. That would be Roman Berkey. Charlotte keeps possession. Caught a body in the middle. Play on, Vargas now crossing into the middle of the box, Roman Berkey! Second chance will be high, Bird skies it. What a save by Berkey! A header in deep, and the former Borussia Dortmund keeper seal it like he used to be married to Heidi Klum. <laughs> <laughs> he had to get one in there, didn't he? He probably had more than one, but that's in our highlight package. Joey Zanaboni with the call here. What a special night. And there it is. How many feelings will you have like this <laughs> in a lifetime? 22,500 dreams coming true at City Park. And many, many more out there on Y98 and Apple TV. What a night indeed. The commissioner was in the house, Don Garber, and we will hear from him next, our interview with him at City Park. In the meantime, we, before we go to break, have to also tell you we're the home of the St. Louis Cardinals. And get used to this guy. 
as Walker hits one in the left center field. This one is way back, way back on the berm, over the berm in left center field for a home run. And that one, Ricky, perhaps win ate it. I don't think the win had a lot to do with it, but he hits this one out on the concourse over the grass berm in left center field. And it almost went into the concession stand. So Jordan Walker puts the Cardinals on the board with a mammoth home run. Listen to this crowd. That ball was absolutely destroyed. I believe it was measured at 460 feet, but it's hard to tell sometimes in those minor league ballparks. It is the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, the spring training home of the Nationals and the Astros. In this case, it's the Nationals. And here he is again. After a hit, he's now with a home run and a double and an opportunity. That's a line drive in the left center field. This is back. It's at the wall, and it's gone. Jordan Walker with a pair of home runs. Didn't go as far, but well over 400 feet, and the Cardinals are back on top once again. Thanks to Jordan Walker with his second home run. This one a two-run homer, and the Redbirds are back on top 5-4. He was 4 for 4 on the day with two home runs, and the Cardinals also received home runs from Paul DeYoung and Nolan Gorman. Jordan Walker, the Cardinals' number one prospect and one of the best in all of baseball, puts on a show as the Cardinals beat the Nationals 9-6. to They take on the Mets today at 12.05. Walker is back in the lineup again. He's playing left field. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we'll have it for you right here on KMOX with John Mosellock, the president of baseball operations, joining us at 11.30. Up next, it's the commissioner, Don Garber, then Billiken coach Travis Ford. How about the slew women? They're playing today at 11 o'clock for their first ever a-10 tournament title. If they can get it, it would be an amazing story. Southeast Missouri State wins the OVC title. Arch Madness is underway right now. There's so much going on. We'll get all to it here on Sports on a Sunday Morning on KMOX. Welcome. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Back to the Gray Bar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldschmidt swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Gray Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Billikens win! Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Last night at City Park was incredibly special for all in attendance, including the commissioner of Major League Soccer, Don Garber. He met with a throng of media at halftime, but before the game started, 
He granted an interview to us on KMOX in the broadcast booth. Commissioner, thank you. Welcome to St. Louis. It's absolutely great to be here. You know, I, I spent the last couple of hours walking around the complex and touring the training ground and just seeing the personification of St. Louis City SC. It, it is absolutely remarkable. And Taylor did such a good job. I mean, I could have just said, you got it, TT, so <laughs> I can go on with my day. <laughs> he will, and I'll tease this because we're going to play more of the interview in a moment. He said, this is one of the two or three best days of my life. And I truly believe it, and I think it's the same with a lot of people around here, and you felt that, didn't you, from the beginning when St. Louis was pursuing a team that soccer is deep in our roots. You know, it, it is one of those rare cities, I think, where, you know, the game is within it, and we've expanded throughout the United States and Canada from the original teams. And the league was growing at the same time the sport was growing. And that kind of was a rising tide and, and new teams sort of capturing the momentum. But the game kind of was born here in so many ways and it's lived here. As I was in on the hill in a restaurant, you know, there were people walking around that just were just saying, hey, thank you. And I've been following the league and following the sport, you know, my mom and dad and my grandparents. and. So great to have our own club. Well, you know, 10, 10 to 27 clubs since 1999, 23 new owners. We're number 29. What's different? I mean, you, you've seen the birth of a lot of stadiums, a lot of clubs, a lot of owners that have taken on. You, you probably have perspective that many of us don't have. What's different about St. Louis? You know, it's, uh, it's a great question. And as we all walk around, the people in the league today, you know, I remind everybody, kind of take a step back and, and soak it in. I, I said the same thing to Carolyn last night. You know, there is only one opening day that you'll never be able to recreate. And I think it'll be part of the history of sport in this city and part of the history of soccer in America and certainly part of the history of Major League Soccer. I think what makes this so unique is it just has taken everything that this league has uh, been trying to build and achieve over a decade and a half and more. And every aspect of it is living right here with the club record ticket sales, record merchandise sales, an unbelievable facility, the only downtown connected facility with its training ground, being integrated into the community with all the different tributes that they've been developing. Uh, and it's the Taylor family, you know, a, a, a family that just cares so much about the city. So they're all special. Uh, you know, this one kind of gets you a little teary-eyed and a little lump in your chest for me, just like all of you. But uh, I will, I'll never forget it. What are fans here going to experience on this ride with Major League Soccer? Where is the league right now? You know, it has got such enormous momentum. That's a really good question. It's got enormous momentum at the right time for soccer in North America. You have the World Cup coming and all of the energy and the building to this North Star, which is 30 years after what uh, what happened in 94 and the, just after the before the launch of our league. Uh, the sport is embedded within sort of the hearts and minds of people in our community, but it's got to be more than just people who care about their club. You know, they got to care about the league. They got to care about our national team. They got to care about the women's programs. They got to be thinking about the development of kids and how do we become more influential on the global stage on and off the field. That's really the next uh, frontier for us. How do we have Major League Soccer and Soccer in America be one of the top soccer nations and one of the top soccer leagues anywhere in the world. And when you have something like this, it sounds like a set up question. You have something like this. I, I can tell you if Gianni Infantino was here, 
a head of FIFA, you would look at it and say, I never would imagine that this would be in the breadbasket in the Midwest and a place that hasn't had a pro soccer team at this level for, you know, many, many, many years. I think when you think about CONCACAF, which is our regional confederation, when we have our Leagues Cup, we have Mexican clubs playing here, the Mexican teams and their owners are going to come here and say, I can't believe that this is America and that this is St. Louis. So on and on and on. It's the right place at the right time. That seems to be the theme, right, in the growth. When it, when you were first with MLS, we actually retracted a bit, right? We took teams back, and nobody likes to do that. Nobody likes to, to take away. But it seems like, obviously, it has worked, and it seems to be slow and steady and make sure it fits before quick and fast, and maybe it doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I've been around for a long time and, and went through so many different things as I reflect on it from the early days of the league and having to go through contraction and reorganization and 9-11 and pandemics and economic challenges and all those things that have uh, kind of test you to see what are you made of. And I can remember in my early years people were saying you know, the league's never going to make it and we've seen it before, we've heard it before and boy when the NASL was here and Pele sold out you know, Giant Stadium. You know, we had two crowds over 65,000 last weekend. One of them was a victory that you had in Charlotte, and we postponed a game that would have had 75,000 in Los Angeles, and it's kind of not a big deal. So the, the, the momentum is based on just being slow and steady and being smart, not trying to be something that we're not, understanding what is the core value of our league, trying to be the best possible soccer league in the United States and Canada and do it the hard way. And I think that's quintessentially American, and I'm proud of that. Yeah, and you're, now you're going to add a 30th team. I mean, it's... Eventually, yeah. Eventually? Eventually. Marketing the league, branding, what do you need to do to take it to where you want to take it? Apple TV has that carved out for you for the foreseeable future, don't they, in a lot of different ways? Well, let's start here locally, right? The, uh, I can remember in the early days of the league, we had shootouts and we had, you know, the clock went the wrong way. And we, we said we had to adapt the league to the, at that time, the American soccer audience. They didn't understand what soccer really meant, the beautiful game and all that it represented. So they had teams like the Mutiny and the Clash and, you know, calling your team city. I mean, it's just awesome. Right. It, it's just about pride. And that is really smart branding. I mean, the ownership group, you guys know Carolyn well and, you know, the rest of the group, they thought they had time to do it. They thought about the brand. They thought about the colors. They thought about their product. They thought about how this would be represented in bricks and mortar with their facility. And now the league has got to do that to be able to achieve what we want to achieve. You 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 got to touch it. I was in as a restaurant on the hill and somebody was saying how local television with your local teams here are changing. Now, we saw that coming a couple of years ago. So Apple is going to give us a global platform. People who might know Lutz or might know your great goalkeeper will watch this game in, in Dortmund and be able to connect with a click on any a device, a digital device. And that's important. And I think it's important for the city of St. Louis. You know, this I believe this team is about showing everybody that St. Louis has got it going on. And we have pride in the city and we're rebuilding the city. And we believe that we can tell the rest of the world all the great things that are going on here and sports is such an unbelievable way to do that the cardinals have certainly done that well the blues have done that well and now city's going to be able to do that we're thrilled and honored to have you here we're honored to be your radio partner and we are looking forward to tonight 
and we have for years. So <laughs> this is going to be awesome. very special. Yeah, glad to be a part Thanks of it. Thanks so much. The commissioner, Thank Don you. Garber, with us See you. on KMOX. There he we'll- is, the commissioner with us last night in the broadcast booth at City Park. What a special treat to have him drop in. That was nice. Jen Cease is the other voice that you heard there. Jennifer Cease, uh, former KMOX producer. Uh, she is married to George Gansner, who is a Hall of Fame soccer referee, a great official, great man. Uh, Jen did a terrific job last night as our sideline reporter and will be part of our broadcast crew on Y98 for the remainder of the season with play-by-play man Joey Zanaboni and analyst Dale Schilly. They were terrific last night. You heard the highlights in the previous segment. We're the home of the Cardinals, St. Louis City SC, and the St. Louis Billikens. Look out now. They got themselves that double bye. That's what they wanted. Now we'll see what they do with it. We're going to hear from the head coach. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Live, Travis Ford, next on KMOX. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Billikens win! Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. I love this time of year. I say it every year. March is my favorite sports month. I'll be heading down. I haven't mentioned this yet, Drew, I don't think, on the air, but I am going to Jupiter later today. So spring training, I'll be heading down there tonight, get after it tomorrow morning down at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. Looking forward to that. We have now St. Louis City SC has joined the March conversation as they start their season off to a spectacular start 2-0. and But make no mistake about it, March, to me, since I was a little fella dribbling around a ball, is about madness. March Madness is here. It is college basketball's time to shine. And joining us for our Billiken Report, our conversation with Travis Ford, sponsored by Royal Banks of Missouri. It is the head coach of the Billikens, Travis Ford. You got your double bye, and here you are awaiting your opponent Thursday at 1 o'clock in the Atlantic 10 Tournament. Good morning, and how are you? Good morning, Tom. Doing good. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, we... uh... We secured the double bye a little bit earlier in the week, but uh, had a good game against Dayton. Uh, you know, ended up t- finished it tied for second in the league, and uh, now we uh, head into the uh, third part of the season in the postseason. 
Absolutely, and uh, that was a good win over Dayton, really good. What was the key to capturing that one? Yeah, I thought we did a great job of, you know, uh, on their big guys. Their fours and fives are, I think, two of the better fours and five combos in the country, especially if you just look at their stats alone, uh, close to averaging 40 points together and close to almost, you know, 20 rebounds together. I thought we did a great job on those two. Uh, and in the first go-around with them, we gave up way too many threes. And I thought we did a much better job of guarding three-point lines, especially the first half. Yes, you did. And you'll be uh, either – well, you're, you'll be this double buy on Thursday, and you kind of wait to see who you're going to play. The Atlantic 10, if you go nine for nine from the stripe and you beat a team on the glass like you get, did against Dayton, you can beat anybody in this league, can't you? Yeah, you know – you know, free throw shooting is uh, is always key, especially this time of year. Um, but, uh, you know, we've had our ups and downs. But most part, we've shot free throws pretty well, and we're one of the better rebounding teams in the, uh, in our league. But, yeah, it's all the little things at this point. It's all the little things. you got to, you know, everybody kind of knows each other. You know scouting reports. I think our league is, uh, is probably as open as any uh, at this point. There's a lot of really, really good teams in our league. Some teams are really playing well this time of year. Uh, so it's gonna. It should be an interesting Brooklyn. It was senior night on that Friday night against Dayton, and you had four seniors in double figures. Uh, Javante Perkins had 17. Yuri Collins with another double double, 12 points and 10 assists. Francis Okoro and Gibson Jimerson with 10 points apiece. What was it like for your seniors? Yeah, it's always good to you know, send them out with a, a, a victory, especially a big win against a good team like Dayton. Uh, great, great, great crowd sold out. It was, it was probably the loudest, most electric crowd we've had. We've had some amazing crowds this year, uh, but it's always an emotional night. Uh, you know, we do it a little different. We honor our seniors after the game, which is uh, a little bit different, but it gives them a chance to speak to the, uh, to their fans and things like that. So it was a, it was a good, a great senior night. All the families were there. So that's always very, very special. What is it uh, like for especially Javante Perkins and the relationship that you have had with him and the ups and downs that he has had to endure? Yeah, you know, Javante, first and foremost, he's one of the most amazing individuals I've been around as far as a young man, just always in a good mood, positive, very positive outlook on everything. Uh, he's obviously had a tough go injury-wise uh, at, at times, but uh, – you know, it's very emotional, all these guys. They all impact you in different ways. Uh, some here, some have been in the program a little bit longer than others. A lot of them have been here for four or five years. Some of them just for one year, Javon Pickett, Jake Forster. But we honor, we actually end up honoring 11 seniors when you start including the managers. And all 11 young men have graduated uh, or, or will be graduating in May in a couple of months. So really proud of these young men. Yeah, and that takes an effort for everybody, but especially the individual. Uh, I think that it is important to remember that in college athletics, uh, you do have to balance academics and athletics. That is not easy. You have to be disciplined, and there are things that are learned along the way, aren't there, Coach? Absolutely, and that's at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Uh, when we recruit these young men, our, and we tell them all the time, them and their families, that our job is to prepare them after college, to prepare them you know, after they leave here. And, uh, yes, along the way, win, win basketball games and hopefully win big. But our job is to prepare them to go out in the real world and, 
be husbands and fathers and go into the workforce and have a career and whatever they choose to do and have them prepared for that. And uh, there's a lot that goes into that. Getting a great education is a huge part of that. And just, you know, the daily lives that you learn through, through being a student athlete. There might be some of them that want to be coaches. What would you say to them if they showed an interest in going that route? Ooh, it'd be a long talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, no, it's, uh, you know, some of them, I have talked to them about coaching. They have talked to me about coaching. And, you know, one thing I always tell them, if you, if you think you might want to do it, get in and be a GA, get in, be, uh, you know, get in and try to see if you like it first. I always encourage them to play too, though. If they could play, whether it be overseas or whatever it may be, it's not all about the money all the time, but just the experience. But if you want to get into coaching, you know, you got to give it a shot first because it's not for everybody. And uh, I've had a lot of, a lot of players come through here, uh, through St. Louis, Oklahoma City, or Oklahoma State, and Eastern Kentucky, UMass, and they get in it for a year or two, and they're like, whoa, I didn't know it was this. It's a lot different than playing. That's, it's nothing like playing, zero. It's, they think they understand what it's about, but uh, it's a whole lot different. That's so good. This is Travis Ford, the head coach of the Billikens. Just a couple quick things left before we go. Yuri Collins, remind people how young he was when you saw him for the first time. He was a sophomore and uh, doing the same things he's doing now. He was all over the court making incredible passes. Uh, just somebody who I fell in love with from the first time I saw him play. And we were looking the other day at some photos of when he came on this visit four years ago. Wow, uh, how young he looked at that time and everything. But uh, a special, special person and obviously a great, great player as well. Yeah, he's a great young man, no doubt about it. Uh, all of your guys really have contributed and you got a lot of basketball still in front of you. And finally, how about the St. Louis university women's basketball team? They will tip off in just under a half hour in Delaware and compete for their first ever a 10 tournament title. What a climb this has been. They beat Rhode Island yesterday, 59 56. They get UMass today. Coach, what do you think? Well, I'm probably more nervous for this than I have for any of our games. I tell you, I don't get it. <laughs> I, mean, I was, woke up in the middle of the night thinking about it. It's just, you know, it, it, um, I'm excited for Rebecca, who, I, you know, she's still obviously new and still, you know, new to all this as far as St. Louis and still building a relationship with her. But watching her build this from struggles early, and, you know, this makes it even that much more satisfying, I know, for her and her girls and things like that because, you know, just you know, building a program and sticking with it, especially through difficult times early, gosh, it's, it's not easy to do. And uh, just really excited for them and pulling for them and really nervous. But uh, she's done an amazing job uh, here at the right time, and they've really been playing well over the last month or so. Yeah, definitely inspirational to all, and I'm, I'm certain for you as well, and uh, vice versa. I know that you know she knows all that you've done, and, and I'm sure t asks for your advice on things. What a, what a neat thing it is to have two basketball programs competing like this near the top of the league for postseason berth in the NCAA tournament. It's a special time of year, isn't it, uh, Coach? I know you're busy and, and you work hard, but I, I'm certain the little kid comes out in you sometime. The, the kid who grew up in Kentucky and watched it on TV and filled out brackets. 
Uh, absolutely. I, I remember those days. They were a long time ago. But <laughs> when, you're playing, when you're playing and you're coaching in it, you don't get quite to enjoy it like fans do and things like that. But there's no question, Tom, we feel the energy. I totally understand it. It is an incredible time of year. Uh, but it's, you know, for coaches and players, it's been a long year. I mean, it's this yeah. is – it's just kind of the next step, but we've been, you know, and I understand fans, how they love Marsh, but it's, uh, you know, you, as, a, as a coach and as players, you kind of build up to this point, and there's a lot that's gone through it. Um, we don't quite to get to enjoy it like the fans do, but I fully, fully understand it. Absolutely. Well, get them healthy and treated and ready to go for Thursday. You got a little time until then, and we appreciate you taking the time here on KMOX always. We'll talk to you soon. Tom, you're the best. Always enjoy it. Appreciate it a lot. Thank you. Appreciate you. There's Travis Ford, the head coach of the Billikens, with us. His team will play right here on KMOX Thursday at 1 o'clock as they receive a double bye in the Atlantic 10 tournament. The women tip off in about 20 minutes. We'll keep an eye on them. We'll have much more on sports on a Sunday morning. And speaking of college basketball, everything you need to know about what's happening in college hoops across the board, the Missouri Valley Conference, the Ohio Valley Conference, the Atlantic 10, the SEC, the Big 10. We've got some region going on right now, and we will run through it all for you. Coming up next on KMOX. Welcome back to the Graybar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldschmidt swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Billikens win! Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. We talked to Travis Ford in the last segment. I mentioned this with him. Here is, before we get to college basketball and the madness, this is senior night. Yuri Collins. I just want to say I appreciate all you guys. Uh, being a kid from St. Louis, uh, I never thought I'd be in this position. Uh, I used to come to games when I was younger. Um, I look back at a picture a couple days ago. I was seven years old, sitting in the stands, not knowing that it'd be me one day playing on this court. So um, I really appreciate you guys. Uh, I want to say thanks to my coaches. Um, thanks, Chris May. Thanks to all the administrative uh, for giving me the support, sticking by my side. Um, it's been a tough ride these last four years, a lot of ups and downs, but a lot of positive time so thank you guys for sticking with me um being by my side all the time and keeping positive energy around me um to my brothers i mean y'all y'all know what it is uh, we locked in for life like coach Ford said we're gonna keep our relationships going um it's we, we together we said all the time together on three y'all know we locked in for life Appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. There he is, the St. Louis kid, Yuri Collins, the best point guard in America. Here is, and this is another loved player on this Billiken roster, out for the season and ended his college basketball career, Fred Thatch. You know, I've been here for a very, very long time now. <laughs> and that's, uh, for me, it's been a roller coaster. But, you know, first off, I want to thank my parents. You know, uh, they're outstanding. They're always supportive. You know, they always is here for me. So I love you guys for that. Second, you know, I have to thank JB. Like, you know, I've been injured the majority of my college career. And I wouldn't have made it past year one without Jonathan Birch. And I love that man to death. You don't understand how close I got to him. And I don't think you guys understand what he does and um, all the work he puts in to deal with our team. As you see, we have a bunch of old guys. So, um, this year was definitely probably the hardest year he had in probably his 25, 50 years of being here at SLU. 
Next, you know, I want to thank Coach Ford. You know, the moment I first met you, you know, you were different. You know, you always were real with me. You know, you kept it real from the jump, and I love you for that. Coach Tate, you know, I love you. We go way back, and you always, you don't know where you at, but you always been there for me, and for that, I love you to death. Coach Bailey, you was on, on the team when we went to the tournament, so, you know, I expect for us to go to the tournament again. You my dog, I love you. Christian, all the work we put in in the summer, Thomas, Brandon, and you know Philly Phil, you know we locked in. You was a GA when I got here and now look at you, top dog. So thank you, man. And you know, lastly, I just wanna thank the fans, you know, since I've been here, you always welcomed me, always was just supportive and uh, I cherish every moment I got stepping on the court. I don't have any regrets and um, I really appreciate everything you guys done for me. Love you guys. That's Fred Thatch. What a class act. One of the great Billikens of all time. Just an excellent guard offensively and especially defensively. Out for the year with his injury, but still a huge part of the heart and soul of this basketball team and this program. SLU will play on Thursday, as I mentioned. So St. Louis is the number four seed for the A-10 championship. It's held next week at Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. By finishing in the top four, SLU gets a double bye and won't play until Thursday at 1 o'clock. It's a new setup this year for the league in that there are two days and then a break and then two days. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that and kind of what that all means for the Billikens. But if you take a look at the bracket, they actually open play on Tuesday. There are games Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, and then Thursday. So some teams really, you, you have to go all the way through. Um, so actually it doesn't look like there is much of a break. So re- here, here's kind of how it goes. Oh, it's Friday's the break. Um, it's a press conference day. That's the break. So here's kind of how it works. Richmond plays UMass. St. Joseph's plays Loyola on Tuesday. Uh, LaSalle plays Rhode Island on Tuesday, but SLU doesn't have to worry about LaSalle or Rhode Island. What they're going to do is play either George Mason, Richmond, or UMass. That's kind of how the setup is. So that's that's where the bracket is lined up. George Mason plays the winner of Richmond and UMass, and then SLU will play that winner on Thursday at 1 o'clock. Then there's a break Friday. There are no games. And then they resume on Saturday and close it out on Sunday on CBS. That's the Atlantic 10 tournament. So if the Billikens advance, if you want to circle this in your calendar, if they win on Thursday at 1, they will play on Saturday at noon, central time. Saturday at noon, March 11th, if they win Thursday. If they win that, they're in the championship final, and that's Sunday at noon, as I mentioned, on CBS. So that's where we are, noon central is the championship for the A-10. The Arch Madness, Missouri Valley Conference Men's Basketball Tournament, Arch Madness is taking place today. One o'clock tip for Bradley and Drake. What a crazy game yesterday. Bradley down by a point late, and they get a couple of free throws from Malave Leons, and they win it by a final of 71-70. to they beat Indiana State. They edge them, and the number one seed gets the victory. Jashon Henry was the leading scorer and rebounder, 17.7 rebounds, as Rink Mast was just blanketed the entire game by Indiana State, did a very nice job defensively against one of the best players in the league, and they still 
can't win. Mast was held to two points. Two on one of four shooting. They wouldn't let him get the ball. They were all over him. They said, we're going to take Mast away and let the other team, the other players beat us. Deshaun Henry had 17. Connor Hickman had 16. Darius Hanna had 10. Three players in double figures. And they win the game by the final of 71-70 to 70 on the Leon's free throws. He was 6 of 6 from the line. The two biggest ones at the end of the game. And then Drake just overwhelmed Southern Illinois. Beat them by a final of 65-52. They were up huge at the half by 16. And they able they're able to cruise in the second half and win it by 13. Leading scorer in that game for Drake was Roman Penn. Their outstanding point guard at 16. Tucker DeVries had 12. They had four players in double figures and win at 65-52 over Southern Illinois. Their Arch Madness experience comes to an end. Lance Jones had 18 points. Marcus Damask was held to just seven points on three of 11 shooting. So the Salukis are out. The Bulldogs are in. They take on Bradley at 1 o'clock today at Enterprise Center. If you get a chance... Head over there. If you're a soccer fan and you're still in town, you're a little groggy, you're waking up, go over to Enterprise Center, grab a ticket to go see Bradley and Drake and catch some awesome college basketball. Those two teams, Drake wears blue, Bradley wears red. So just plan accordingly if you want to root for one of those two teams. Drake's based in Des Moines, Iowa. Bradley's out of Peoria, Illinois. They're the top two teams in the league. Bradley won, Drake two. And the winner goes to the NCAA tournament and the loser will not go. This is a one-bid league, so the loser of this game will go to the NIT, and it's just the way it is. But the winner will be – it will be an exhilarating experience for that fan base. These are two great basketball programs that have climbed their way back to the top of the league. They are the best two teams, and it'll be a lot of fun to watch. What is the advantage of each? I think Drake has the better offense. I think Bradley has the better defense. They came into this tournament the 13th-ranked defense in the country. And if I were to pick one to win this game, I'd probably pick Drake, but it's going to be close. In fact, Vegas thinks this is a pick There is no line on the game. It is a pick for Drake and Bradley. That is pretty amazing. So we'll see where it goes today. There is more. The Ohio Valley Conference... That tournament wrapped up yesterday with Southeast Missouri State going to the NCAA tournament. Congratulations. And we got a ton of alums here in the audience here in St. Louis. Coming out of Cape Girardeau, Southeast Missouri State with Brad Korn as the head coach, the former Saluki. He takes them to the tournament as they beat Tennessee Tech 89-82 in overtime. This was not easy whatsoever. And it came down literally to a video replay. Tennessee Tech down by two. They come down at the buzzer, hit a three, bang, game over. They run out on the court. They celebrate. Hold on. Referees say, whoa, 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 hold on. We got to take a look at this thing. It was too close. They look at the replay. Foot was on the line. It's a two. Tie game. Everyone go back to the bench, and they play overtime, and Southeast just takes them down in overtime, outscores them in OT and wins this game, outscores them 14-7 to in the extra session, and they win it 89-82. What a win for Southeast Missouri State. Chris Harris, 26 points to pace the Redhawks, who are going to the dance. They finished fifth in the Ohio Valley Conference, but they win the conference tournament, and they get the automatic bid. Again, a one-bid league, OVC, Southeast Missouri State is going to the dance. You could have. You'll have Mizzou in this tournament. 
You're going to have Illinois in the NCAA tournament. SLU is going to have some work to do, but they could do it. They have to win three games, and they're in. Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Southeast Missouri State is in. You could have a lot of teams in this region getting into this tournament, which is pretty exciting. As for Mizzou, they won yesterday. Nice little tune-up for them, beating Ole Miss. Uh, They knock them off 82-77 at Mizzou Arena, so they enter SEC tournament play, and the Tigers will be waiting for that. That should be exciting. That won't be for them uh, for a little while uh, because they get uh, to watch Mississippi and South Carolina, LSU and Georgia play on Wednesday. For Illinois, they play today against Purdue. That's an 11:30 tip-off in West Lafayette. On paper, that looks like a mismatch, but you might be able to catch Purdue. They are a 7-point favorite in this game. I think that's probably about accurate, but Illinois on any given day can win a game on the road in the Big Ten. They're just going to have to play great all across the board and play tough. Uh, But they go on the road and play Purdue today. That one tips off at 1130. Just about five or ten minutes away, the SLU women play UMass. That's the Atlantic 10 Tournament Championship, and they are going to try to walk away with their first ever A-10 Tournament title. They beat Rhode Island yesterday, 59-56. Incredible effort by this team in Wilmington, Delaware. The game, if you'd like to see it, and we certainly will be tracking it here in the studio uh, against UMass, will be on CBS Sports Network, so we'll be watching that very closely. Uh, That's what I understand anyway. I'll confirm, make sure that's on CBS Sports Network. If not, we'll just give you some updates right here on the radio. Slew women taking on UMass in the Atlantic 10 Tournament Final. College basketball, alive and well, no doubt about it, and it's pretty exciting right now to see. Now, here's the other thing before we go to the news at the top of the hour. I don't have a number one team in the nation. I I do not see a dominant team. That makes for really exciting brackets and I think an exciting March Madness. I know who the number one team is. It's Houston. But I couldn't tell you that Houston's better than Alabama or better than Kansas, or better than UCLA. UCLA is number four in the nation. They look pretty great to me. They beat eighth-ranked Arizona 81-73. They were 17-0 at home. Beat them yesterday in the regular season finale. Do I think UCLA could win it all? Absolutely. I think Kansas could repeat. That's hard to do, but yes, definitely. Uh, And, you know, on and on. We'll have much more coming up after the news on KMOX. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t